welcome to the Love of Dirt podcast. I'm Nikki and I'm your host and today I will be talking about the plants that my bees love. Living in the inner city suburbs, I always struggled to see the bees around. So I would look to all sorts of websites looking for advice on what to plant to bring these bees in. Um, And a lot of it was just stuff that wasn't going to grow for me. It was for cooler climates or it was for overseas. So instead I just started really looking at what plants I already had in my garden and what what the bees were just going to. I didn't see many European bees. I did see a lot of native blue-banded bees, which is amazing because they are stunning creatures. Um, But now I've sort of moved a little bit further out where there's more sort of bushland, um, less houses, and I'm definitely seeing a lot more um, pollinating insects. And I, I'm seeing, I'm probably seeing less of the blue banded bees than I, than I was, um, in sort of inner city, um, which is kind of interesting. Um, but I am seeing more of the European bees, but I just wanted to talk about some of the edible plants that you can grow in your garden that will, the bees will actually adore and come to. So uh, the first big one, um, is a perennial basil so you can get so many different types of these um um, my favorite is african blue which is a hybrid um basil between i think it's a a dark opal and a camphor basil um can't be propagated via seed it's just a a cutting only one so you need to sort of find it in a nursery as opposed to seed um the the flowers um because it's sterile and it doesn't have those seeds um you can just let it go go mad so it will just keep keep going so I cut mine back every time every now and then um just to get it sort of making it look a little bit more bushy but oh my god the bees love it yesterday I was in my garden and I just sort of trimmed one back and I could not pick up the pieces that I had trimmed off because it was just covered in bees it was just crazy the next thing that um another plant that the bees love that's edible is coriander flowers so I'm one of those people who think coriander tastes like soap, so I don't grow it to eat, but I grow it for the bees. Um, I do, I do like the seeds, um, sort of ground up. So that's, that's also a reason for growing it. Um, but it is a brilliant beneficial plant in your garden. So make sure you have some coriander and I grow like, it is a cool weather, um, plant. Um, it's only, it's going to do better in, um, your cooler climate, um, so not your cooler climate, your cooler weather. So like autumn, winter is the best time to grow it. But I do sometimes stick it in in summer just to get it bolting and going straight to seed, um, just to get those flowers happening in the garden. The next thing um, that the bees love is the Asian green flowers. So your bok choys and your pak choys and your tatsoys and letting those all sort of go to seed. The bees are just yeah, they absolutely adore those. They have the beautiful little yellow flowers um, and they produce great seeds. So you'll never, once you let one of those babies go to seed, you'll, you'll never need to buy another seed again. And they seem to last for ages. I think I my last sort of um, seed saving of my bok choy lasted me a good six years or so. I was like keeping on planting them thinking, oh, these are going to run out soon. But they just kept popping up and they come up fast too. So another one is a loofah. So if you're not familiar with me, I'm, I talk about loofah all the time 
on my blog and on Instagram. I love them. I think the flowers are just amazing. They're like these little bubbles and they have a flower that opens, drops off, opens again, it drops off, it opens again, it drops off. Um, yeah, so the bees love these. Um, you can eat loofah while it's young or you can wait for it just to sort of get a little bit hollow, um, then pick it off, peel it, and you've got your own sponge. Um, we use them everywhere. So they're my scourers and my kit, my bathroom cleaners and, yeah, dog washers and all sorts of things. The next one is the flowers on your citrus trees. So if you're not familiar with the smell of a lemon or lime in flower, you you are missing out big time. Um, I'm pretty sure the scent is what the bring what brings the bees in, and they just they just beeline to it literally. <laughs> um, so we have our kumquat at our entry, and it flowers. I swear, like twenty times a year, and it's just always covered in bees when it goes to flower. And we actually found that when we were in a city where the bees were sort of quite minimal, that those citrus trees because of that scent they were bringing the the european bees in and the last but not least is uh, the humble lavender so um i think it's the blue flowers that brings them in um could also be the scent but they are a firm favorite with the bees so i hope that you find that useful and get planting some of these wonderful vegetable fruits um and herbs in your garden just to bring the bees in um i always sort of think now if i'm planting one vegetable i need to plant at least one flower so just it and by doing this my my pest problems that i used to have is just sort of down downgraded big time so definitely think about the pollinators in your garden and providing for them as well as for you and your family I hope you find this helpful and I will chat to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Love of Dirt podcast. If you love this episode, please leave a review to subscribe, check out other episodes or grab some of my free food growing resources. Head on over to loveofdirt.com.au forward slash podcast.